Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even, or at midnight, or the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strafed thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 4, on page 347 and Psalm 8 on 350. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast set me at liberty when I was in trouble, and have mercy upon me and hearken unto my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye blaspheme mine honor, and have such pleasure in vanity, and seek after falsehood? Knowing this also, the Lord hath chosen to himself the man that is godly. When I call upon the Lord, he will hear me. Stand in all and sin not. Commune with your own heart and in your chamber, and be still. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness, and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart, yea, more than when their corn and wine and oil increased. I will lay me down in peace and take my rest, for it is thou, Lord, only that makest me dwell in safety. Psalm 8 O Lord, our governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world! Thou that hast set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of very babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. 
when I consider thy heavens, even the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him lower than angels, to crown him with glory and worship. Thou makest him to have dominion of the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air and the fishes of the sea, and whatsoever walketh through the paths of the seas. O Lord our Governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth verse of the first chapter of the book of Isaiah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices to me, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed cattle. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity and the sacred meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do good. Seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth chapter of the book of Revelation. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. 
Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp. Stop it. No. And golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, 
and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. We love thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. We continue our reading from Isaiah this evening that we started this morning. And in this section, Isaiah is calling out the religious leadership of Jerusalem. He is making a point that their outward signs of following their religious duties of offering the sacrifices and burning incense and doing all the the liturgical duties of their their uh, profession as priest are essentially empty they they aren't doing these th things out of a love of god and a trust in god they're just doing these to fulfill these duties that they have and are leading the people astray. They are leading them into an empty religi religiosity, an empty going through the motions. And so that's always important for us to keep in mind is whether what we do as outward signs of our faith are actually reflecting what we feel in our hearts, what we are, are our souls and bodies actually feel and actually experience in our relationship with Christ? Or are they just going through the motions? Are they just performative? Are they just showing off to other people? And then in our hearts, we're still trapped in our own sin and our own self-absorption and self-regard. And the truth of the matter is this is always going to be the result of any human endeavor that does not involve Christ in it. Anything devoid of Christ is going to eventually become empty and hollow. Christ is the fulfillment, as we see in our, our New Testament passage in Revelation. This is the result of all of human history. This is the result of we are given this gift by God who has shown us through the history of Israel mankind's attempt to find fulfillment without God. And 
the futility of trying to put our trust in mankind itself to do something and to be righteousness itself. It's ultimately impossible. There is no one on heaven or earth who is righteous enough to open this scroll as we see in Revelation 5. Only Christ can do it. Only Christ can save mankind. Mankind, mankind cannot save itself. It cannot lift itself up out of its own, the mire of its own sinfulness and tendency to fall away from God. Ultimately, what was required was God to become man, for Jesus Christ to come and be the righteousness that we could not be. And so we see his, his greatness in this, in that he is all-powerful, all justice, all righteousness. And what does he do? He humbles himself by becoming man. He humbles himself by dying on the cross for, for us. He sees our failure and does not condemn us for that failure. Instead, he humbles himself and takes on our nature in order to lift us up. And so that's an important thing to reflect on as we enter into the Advent season here is we are turning into a new year here and we are entering into this this new experience of God coming to us which will start in the Advent season and then when we celebrate Christmas and as we enter into this the new liturgical year we we can re-experience these events and this time now in Advent is a time for us to reflect on our own inabilities to be righteous, to be that perfect lover of God, and instead be extremely thankful that we have in Christ the one who can be that for us. When we are come up short, when we fail, we have in Christ the one who has never comes up short and never fails. and But we have to humble ourselves and to realize that we can't do it on our own. We need him at, at all times to be that for us. And he is willing to do that for us if we are willing to ask and willing to be humble and to let go of our pride and our self-regard. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble,
And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Monday night. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Happy Monday.